let's uh, let's get stuck into some form. Uh, Ron, welcome back. Remiss me to say, Ron, King of Sparta, congratulations. He was good, your boy, on Thursday. Yeah, that was terrific, wasn't it? He's uh, a horse that can hopefully get to that meeting every year for the next five years if he stays sound, being a gelding. And, uh, yeah, I don't know what the next plan with him would be, but um, we only got to get him right once a year to get a, <laughs> get a dividend. Hell of a turn of foot, doesn't he? He's a beauty. When things go right, he can, he, he, he can do that, and other times he can just get that head up and put paid to his chances. So he's a little bit volatile, but um, no, he's a beauty. Brad Gray's done the form for Carrington Stakes Day, and it's always good to chat with him on race morning. Morning, mate. Yeah, good morning, guys. Ronnie, maybe King of Sparta can be the next 11-11, just every year. Just gets <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Every time <laughs> he goes up the highway and... Yeah. And who knows? But yeah, obviously a fantastic win. But today's meeting, I'm looking forward to the two-year-olds just as much as the feature. Uh, I said to you on Thursday night, Hainsy, if anyone missed it, uh, we've seen Esterjab and Stay Inside win this race on debut in the last five years or so. So it does have a bit of a history of throwing up a good one. And yeah, we're interesting to see what this Golden Slipper market looks like uh, come, what, 12.30 today. Uh, Ronnie, a few texts coming through for Glenn. He's not, he's not here today. Uh, Richie, what are you going to do with the extra hour now? Munz isn't, isn't there. <laughs> Is there like, I, I'm not here to hammer him, but when the texts come through... We're going through a top eight, each of us, this morning for each race. So the top four. There is one from David there regarding, and I will pass that on. It's more of a, uh, a, a serious text regarding Skylab and the dividend there. Uh, so, David, uh, I have your text there, and I will forward it on to Glenn Munzee and a few other texts coming through. But... Um, uh, Brad, what are you? What's your what's your confidence level here on a meeting like this? How are you feeling? Yeah, pretty good. Um, I don't mind one in the highway today uh, at a bit of odds. I'm keen to see Tazarel. I've been impressed with his barrier trial, so I think there's a few around that five, six, seven, eight dollar mark that I'll be having a bit of a pop out, and I already have. So one or two of those land, and we're away. Let's get stuck into it, shall we? Uh, the first race today, the first of ten races, twenty minutes past twelve for the Petaluma handicap. The two-year-olds. Uh, we'll get things going here, and let's uh, let's go down the board. Coincide crossover noseband off for the first time, and he is a current three dollar twenty favourite on the fixed market. Number two is a scratching. Number three, Don Corleone blinkers first time, five dollars fifty. Four is Fleetwood, and he's into four forty now. I think they. As much you guys can elaborate, but as much as $15 when first markets went up for Fleetwood is there as a $4.40 chance. Uh, number five, High King. Blinkers first time, earmuffs pre-race only for the first time at $31. Intruder, number six, is back as a gelding. is still $201 or is here as a gelding uh, on debut at $201. Number seven, Mojave Desert um, is at $23. Eight, Scorpion Jack, $31. Number nine, Brave Agenda, a bit of race experience at $21. Uh, Ten, Inhibitions. $26. 11, Kalimba, $34. 12, Kundalini is there at $17. And 13, Rockabilly Rebel is a $5 chance. Scratch number 14. Uh, Kalimba, I should say, has the blinkers on here for the debut. So, gents, coincide a $3.20 favourite here. The support certainly seems to be for Fleetwood in the first, Brad. Yeah, I've missed the price there. I've certainly missed the price. But speed-wise, I think you'll balance up midfield somewhere. Fleetwood, I've got Rockabilly Rebel crossing, and crossing pretty comfortably, dare I suggest. I tend to agree with Duff when I 
I heard him mention that uh, when speaking to Bjorn Baker. Coincide, we know he's got speed. I think he is going to be better over further in time, though, uh, being a, a half to conversion by Invader, but he won't be far away. I've got Kundalini coming across from the wide draw, and Kalimba just gets a, a lovely trailing run from that soft draw today, Duff. Yeah, very interesting race. I'm, I'm with this filly. I think she's had a beautiful grounding uh, rockabilly rebel, and we saw those fillies have been dominant again there this year <clears throat> in the Magic Million. So just going the, the female angle here, $5 I think is acceptable. Uh, those three career trials, she's looked very sharp, hasn't she? She's uh, should come across, and I think she's going to give a really good fight as well. So I'm with her. I was a massive fan of Don Corleone after the early trials. I thought he by, was by far the standout, lovely horse. He's left me a little flat uh, with his two inconclusive trials leading into this, but I like the addition of Blinkers. Um, whether it's you know pressing the button to try and get him going or or not, I don't know, but no surprise to see him rush right over the top of him late here with those blinkers on. Fleetwood, yeah, I missed that as well. Um, I did the form for this race on Monday, actually, and I thought, this is going to go up big odds, this horse, and he did, but I didn't I didn't follow through with it. Um, he's just had, he's worked through the line really well, unextended, and he appears to have a lot to offer, and right in the mix. And I'll throw in Coincide, I'm... He, he looked good winning that Warwick Farm trial on December 3. He showed talent. Last preparation, he, he looks to have returned well, moving really, really well. And he's 3.40 to 3.20 this morning, so there's confidence about him. This is a bit of a race, 13, 3, 4 and 1. Same numbers for me, uh, just a little bit different there in the middle, but I've got Rockabilly Rebel on top as well. She looks and had that natural speed to offset the gate. Maybe it's an advantage, spears across, 1,000 metres, Catch me if you can. Her trials have been fantastic. Four Fleetwood Price, long gone. But yeah, I love the way that he poked home late in his trials without having been asked to do much. Uh, the market obviously says that he's expected to run well on debut. Three Don Corleone has a bit of a task here from the gate. He's going to be spotting them all a, a head start, and I don't know if his trials if he's going to be a genuine thousand meter horse, but. He's going to be savaging the line, no doubt, and coincide. The benefit of race experience rolls forward. Whether he's a genuine thousand-meter horse, I wouldn't think so, uh, but he does have a, a bit of talent. We saw that on debut in the Kirkham. At his second start, it all went wrong where he, where he couldn't cross. 13, 4, 3, and 1. Okay, Darren's numbers for race one here at Randwick, and our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers can see that Darren's with number 13, Rockabilly Rebel, one coincide, four Fleet, uh, Fleetwood, and three Don Corleone, 13, one, four, and three. And Brad, you just know a race like this, I know you guys are around those in the market. There's just going to be something there at $20, $20 30 bucks that think, oh, hang on, that was a run and a half. It just appears that kind of a race. Yeah, absolutely. When you've got so many first starters, it's a big unknown, isn't it? You can kind of try to guess in terms of these trials, but some trainers, as we know, like to ride them quiet, and you don't really get a guide in terms of what's there under the hood. So a big watch on the market that last five, ten minutes to see if there's any moves at horses at a bit of odds. But yeah, you wouldn't be surprised at all to see one jump out of the ground. I think if anything jumps out of the ground here, it might be Mojave Desert. Um, he's got the pedigree, he's got the three career trials and he's he's got something up the sleeve there as well but just the barrier but out of all those 20 to 1 chances he's he's he might be the one 
text line. Richard, without Munge, you can make as many mistakes as you like without being overcorrected. Thank you, Mark. All right, let's leave him alone. Let's leave the big... <laughs> let, let him enjoy his holiday. We haven't started yet. We haven't. <laughs> oh, Ronnie, if you're happy to go on, I'm, you lead the way. <laughs> We're going to go right to the line. <laughs> uh, we miss you, Munch. No, we mean it. We mean it. Back soon. Back soon. Uh, let's go to our midway. Race two the, uh, this afternoon, and uh, there's the market for the midway. Race number two, benchmark 72 at the mile. Here is the latest... Tab Market, number one's not there. Knocked around a bit by scratchings here, I suppose. Number one, not there. Number two, DiMaggio is $10 with the tab at the moment. Number three, Dr. Evil. He's racing well enough. He's there as a $6.50 chance. Number four is out. Five, Chateau Park at $21. Now, number six, Three Wise Men. Winkers off first time is at $16. Uh, seven, Divine Breath, $8.50. Eight, Love the Invasion is at $10. Number nine, Crafty Eagle, $2.25 and a dominant, dominant favourite. Number 10, Just a Brother at $21. 11, Ripped, Blinkers First Time at $17. Number 12, uh, The Crimson Idol, $41. 13's out. 14, Star Mission, we heard from Don on Formline. Nibbled away at early, is there at $34 still with the tab. 15, Nicochet, $61. 16, Ladies Gem, a $51 chance. 17, 18, 19 and 20 are not there, but Brad Crafty Eagle, $2.25. Oh, geez, he's getting skinny now, isn't he? I thought he'd go the other way as opposed to come in. If you do like him, surely wait. He can't get any shorter than $2.25. I'd be very surprised. But it does look a race that's maybe not stacked with with pressure. Uh, you've got Love the Invasion going forward. You've got DiMaggio going forward. Crafty Eagle, I think, just jumps on their backs, gets a lovely trailing run, and it probably depends on how aggressive they want to be uh, with... Ladies Gem in the early stages, Ellen Hennessy. I think she she has a key to play here or a key role to play in terms of the setup of this race stuff. But I imagine the reason why he's so popular, he's got upside, he's going to get the run of the race and he's hard enough to beat. It's just where you want to take the price. Uh, I think you've explained it pretty well. He has to be the go-to horse. He is the horse with upside. I know he only he only beat up in a Class 1 Gosford field there the other day, but yeah, I liked his finishing speed with the big weight. And... Um, yeah, look, he looks strong. He looks very strong, and he's got substance. He's got racing style, and he just fits in so, so well in this map. So if everything goes according to script, I think he'll win. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he does get back out in the market, and I think I'll still bet. Uh, DiMaggio, he's been up a while, but he just doesn't run bad races. It's as simple as that, and he's suited with the claim this week. Uh, where do we want to go after that? Love the invasion. I thought uh, she was in the market and had a chance there first up, but the mile will suit better. And right, I don't mind that gear change with Ripped with the blinkers on. There's a couple of runs there to suggest that he's got some hope in a race like this, even though uh, there's no recent wins. Look, a couple of others I want to mention. Um, three wise men, I think he's going better than what his form suggests, but he's just a dope, he just does everything wrong, and if he decides to, if he finds cover and relaxes, he's certainly got a chance, and similar with Divine Breath, so I just think he has to be the go-to horse here, 9, 2, 8, and 11. Yeah, I'm gravitating towards those horses here that can put themselves right on top of the speed. I've got 9827. He is the horse with all the upside crafty eagle. I think he's still learning. You see the way he finished off there last start at the Provincials, and he still wanted to run about a little bit in the straight. So he's a work in progress, but when you're winning, 
uh, and you're still learning along the way, uh, that says you've got above average talent. Eight, love the invasion. I was keen on her chances last. Uh, I wasn't left too disappointed because I think she's just a better mare when she can get control. She doesn't have a turn of foot. So if she finds the front, gets into her rhythm, and Tommy Berry can just click her up and let her go through her gears, uh, she's going to be hard enough to chase down second up out to 1,600 metres. Similar case there with DiMaggio. He's a big, strong bugger. I don't think he appreciated being dictated to at Canterbury last start. If he finds himself outside the lead here, I think that's a, a nice position for him to, to work into the race uh, whenever he likes, and I think that's a good scenario for him to bounce back. And seven, Divine Breath. Doesn't have a great setup here from the gate, but she's knocking on the door. And we know in these midways, uh, she's a bit of a constant. Nine, eight, two, and seven. Okay, looking at the way Darren Flindell sees race number two at Ramwick today, and Darren's with number nine, Crafty Eagle, to beat three, Dr. Evil, two, DiMaggio, and eight, Love the Invasion, nine, three, two, and eight. Ron, you mentioned ripped in this race. Richard Collett stable with these horses, just been teasing. Mm. And it's, it's, he's going to strike at a point he is. with these horses. I mean, no doubt about it. I've got my eye on the... Well, the three that have been going around recently, <laughs> I've been waiting them for them to find a suitable race. Well, maybe today is the day for Rip. Let's get on to race number three at Ramwick today. We'll have our Tab Highway this week at Class 2 uh, at the 1,100 metres. Uh, we go down the board, and number one, Debussy, uh, is at $23. Number two, uh, Raul is a $21 chance. Number three, Sparring, right in the mix here. Tab number three uh, is there as a $3.80 chance. Number four, Gallant Star, a $3 favourite with the tab at the moment. Now, number five, Ticket to Anywhere. The uh, the stable mate is a $31 chance. Blinkers off again and Winkers on for the first time. Six and seven, not there. Number eight, Smoke Show. Blinkers again at $11. Number nine, I'm Not Slew, $31 chance. Bandages high in the first time and Winkers first time for number nine, I'm Not Slew. Number 10, Iron Will is in the market here at $6. Numbers 11 and 12 are out. 13, Smarter Than You, $51. 14, Syrian Star, $10. Uh, 15, Play My Song, an $18 chance. And 16, Iron Hat is at $26. Jess Taylor on Iron Hat, if you didn't have her. 17, 18, 19, and 20 are out of the Tab Highway. Race number three here. Brad, how will it be run? Pretty genuine speed. Uh, I'm not slow. She can be a little bit hit and miss, I guess, at the barriers most recently. But if she jumps, she'll bang herself and put herself right there. Iron Will has got speed. Sparring's got some toe. And Gallant Star, the first upper and one of those horses hard in the market, has got some speed as well. So they look likely four here. To control the race, I guess, Duff. Yep, and um, you know, with the scratching of this favourite, we've got another sh short enough favourite here in Gallant Star. He looks a, a nice horse. He did a very good job in his first preparation, uh, doing what he did. There's lots of form out of his three races. He's got a beautiful draw. He's got gate speed. The trial was good enough. I think he's top pick. Um, with the favourites here, I think sparring's the danger. She's a... Uh, Old oh, Fatfinger's got in there with the pricing this morning. He went up 390, went straight into 320, and now he's 380. So I don't know what happened there. Maybe they thought they were pressing on Gallant Star there. Uh, but look, he's had an easy trial win since that Mooney Valley uh, win. He's He's been a little bit hot and cold, but he's very, very talented. And he'll give us sight for a long, long way here. Iron Will has got something. He's got speed and hasn't done too much wrong. 
and I'll throw in Eight Smoke Show, who at least comes out of a uh, a fast race last time, making some ground. Four, three, ten, and eight. Yep, I'm with you here, Smoke Show at the odds. I can't resist. I thought wherever she goes next, I want to be with her. I think it's a, a nice setup. Now she's just going to need a bit of luck at the right time, because I don't think she necessarily used that that low gate today, barrier two, to to punch up a lot closer. Obviously, she doesn't have to tail out the back, but she's just going to need the the seas to part there at the right time. We know she's got a, a wicked little turn of foot. We saw that two starts ago, and we saw a tease of that last start where she just became detached from the field behind Passagiardi. You'd like to think that's a pretty handy form reference. Narito, who ran second, uh, has been absolutely smashed in the market and is now favourite ahead of Pakari Kari uh, in this meeting here at Randwick. So nice setup of her. Blinkers on at the odds. As I say, each way, I'll be having something her on her. Uh, Four-gallon star, hard enough to beat. Well found, but I guess rightly so. He did some good things in his first campaign there. Deep ended to some extent at Randwick. Uh, held his own there on a wet track. Looks to have returned really well if his trial is any guide. 10 Iron Will has the advantage of a, a few runs under his belt. So he's nice and fit coming into this. And he does bring benchmark form, albeit benchmark 64 at Randwick, behind another Cognac and Zanzibar gem. And 14 Syrian Star. Now, I know got out to 1,500 Vaders last campaign, but has shown a bit of versatility in her short career today, and she was quite effective 1,000 metres first up last campaign, albeit in maiden grade. So, wouldn't be surprised at all to see her charge into the money. 8, 4, 10 and 14. Okay, good little highway, and uh, Darren Flindell calls all the action. He's happy to be with number four here, Gallant Star, to beat three sparring, eight smoke show, and ten iron will. Four, three, eight, and ten for Darren in the third race on the day. This is the Ramwick preview. Ron Duffersy, Brad Gray, breaking this meeting down. Let's go through the prizes for race four. The Furphy Handicap, a benchmark 80 up over the 2,000 metres, and uh, all ten are going to face the starter here. Number one, Helene Leading Star. Yes, Derby winner a few more than a few seasons back now, but is here. Kerry McAvoy for the, the Hazers at $9.50. Number two, Logan Street Line is a $3.20 favourite fixed with the tab at the moment and also the toad favourite. Number three first in line is a 26. Four, Mr. Dependable, 19. Five, Almania is $9.50. Six, Irish Legend, $7. Seven, Mahagoni, $7. Eight, Maurice's Me Dad, 18. Number nine, Tony B, a $6 chance. And number 10, Oceanic Flash stays here is an $11 chance. So number two, Logan Street Line, our current favourite for race number four on the day here. Brad, I suppose some some usual suspects, except throw in Helene leading star. How is this race going to be run? Yeah, and I guess Almania. We've seen limited times uh, to get a look at him. So I think the map is pretty straightforward. Finding the winner, maybe not so much, but I've got Irish legend leading. Mr. Dependable is going to keep him busy, though. Up top, Maurice is my dad. I do like the wide draw for him because, as we know, he's not the quickest in to stride, but he can muster enough to take up some kind of position. Uh, whether he can get in behind the speed, we'll see. Depends on how aggressive they want to be with the oceanic flash, but I think they're the two, Irish legend and Mr. Dependable. Yeah, wow, this is a race. Um, is You could go down the field here and give them all, all a chance. I'm, all I'm saying is I think the favourite's under the odds. And I, if you can trust your eye with Almania first up, I think you've got to be nearly with him. The, the, out of that Jojo was a man race. I know some, sometimes these horses can get a little bit flat after such a, a, a long break second up, but... Geez, I'll trust that he's going to lift or hold that form, and if he does, he's right in this race. So I'm happy to tip him here and take the risk. I think 
Irish legend has needed recent racing. Now, he's very fit on a backup off a win, and uh, there's no reason he can't go on now. Helene uh, leading star commands a lot of respect here. He's uh, been pretty good in his two runs back from Hong Kong, and 2,000 metres definitely suits him, and this race is uh, well within his range. And Mahagoni, look, I thought, he, I thought he had him covered there the other day, but I just feel, um, you know, he, he fits into this race pretty fit, um, likes the track, and won't be far away. The other one I was going to put in uh, was first in line. I was just hoping for a 2,400 metre race for him, because that was the first glimpse of form last start, and once the Matty Smith gets these stayers going, they... They usually keep improving, so it's taking him a while to find some form, but I thought that January Cup run was pretty good from him, and I think he's a little dark horse here. Five, six, one, and seven. I think I changed my mind about four times in this yeah, race. I don't blame you. I'm on Oregon Street Lion. Now, I didn't expect the money to come. I thought around $4. I thought that was fair enough. $3.20. We're getting skinny now, but he's just the one that you know. What are you going to get from? Uh, you've got James McDonald doing the steering, drawn barrier one, he's going to punch up, put himself just in behind the speed, and I loved his strength through the line there last start. I was on Mahogany, and like Dylan Gibbons who rode him, I thought he had the race completely shot to bits, and Logan Street line, to his credit, was going away, if anything, on the line. So I know he's sixed up and deep into his campaign, but coming off a career best, and the way he did it late there suggests to me that he could go to another level again here, getting out to 2,000 metres for the first time. So I am with him. Seven, Mahagoni. If you like Logan Street Line, uh, that form obviously ties in there, and he ticked off that 1,800 metre box. Whether he's going to be strong 2,000 metres, we'll find out today, but his sectionals home suggests that it won't be a problem. One, Helene Leading Star. Bit of a sense of timing about him. I like the depth of his Melbourne form line through Detonate to Jack there last start. He's probably going to need 2,400 metres to beat his absolute optimum. So maybe this tops him off again, but he might be able to get away with this on the way through. And I have got Almania in the numbers. I looked at him, I looked at him, and I thought, what do we do with him? Um, fantastic first start behind Jojo as a man. You assess that on face value. A very easy case to make, and Duff's made the point as to why he's going to be hard enough to beat. That's the gamble, though. Does that flatten him? I don't know. You're getting $9.50 to find out. So no, not from me if you're, if you're keen on his chances. Four, seven, one, and 5. And uh, Logan Street Line and Tony B at, at home saying, whoa, 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 what about us? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tony B's the punters just keep buttering up, don't they? Every time he goes around, he's well back. So I do concede that he's had a couple of things against, whether he's been got back in the ruck, whether he's had an interrupted passage. It's just been a while now since we've seen that dynamic turn of foot that we saw second up. So my patience is wearing a little bit thin, but no surprise at all to see him get into the money. And those writing down Brad's numbers, it's it's not four, it's two. Uh, the graphic was wrong there, but just the, you were two. two oh, two, four. yes, two, seven, one, five, yep. Well picked up, Ronnie, thank you. Six Irish legend for Darren, six Irish legend to beat two Logan Street Lion, seven Mahogany and five Almania, six, two, seven and five for Darren in race four. Dan on the text line, Richard, if you don't say, well, Edward Scissorhands is taken to the market here, you <laughs> aren't right. doing your job properly. <laughs> and we need some little dogs in the background. If we've got, like, the, if we've got the, the your sound effects panel there, we can get some little dogs. It's perfect. I know. Oh, uh, is, is it his dog, Ronnie, or he's minding someone's dog all the time? I'm not sure. 
I don't know. I'm sure there'd be a dog minder in the family somewhere. It's an extended family now. <laughs> Not wrong, grandfather Glenn. Let's get on to race number five. Uh, he'll have a right of reply, of course, uh, of course, Munns, and when he returns. Race five is there's a good race for the three year olds here. The Grain Shake of Vodka Handicap. Benchmark 72, three year olds, 1100 metres. Number one uh, is Baldino here and is a $10 chance. Number two, Back Rower resumes eight dollars with the tab number three nipotino blinkers off and is back as a gelding is a 26 dollar chance number four baroque road seven dollars fifty favorite is number five passagiata she's trying to remain undefeated she's a two dollar 25 favorite here wave rider boys not there seven cardone is a 12 dollar chance eight lavish empire is at six dollars fifty Nines are scratching. Number 10, another Cognac is a $14 chance here. And 11, Lucky Variety at $16. She was always going to be the favourite here, Passagiata. And on tipping on the speed map, Brad, she's right up there as well. Absolutely. We're saying on four line. There we go. There oh, we well, go. Oh, lonely. Honestly. Honestly. Be careful what you wish for, huh? Boydo on fire. Um, yeah, Be careful what you wish for, too. <laughs> Passagiata leads, no doubt in the world. There, we were saying on Form Line Thursday night, we need another colour for her because red doesn't seem to do her justice. She's a, a ball of speed, lavish empire, obviously has some toe as well. We saw that on debut, albeit in a four-horse field on a very heavy track. So there's a little query in terms of uh, what he's going to show today, but he won't be far away. Baroque Road has got some tempo himself, 1,100 metres first up. And then I've got Baldino just getting a lovely trailing run just in behind the speed here, but no doubt who takes it up, Ron. Yep, no doubt at all. Um, yeah, what do we do here? Um, I just I love that she's a brilliant filly, and uh, I just love it to learn from experience and just harness a little bit of that speed. You can't keep doing that throughout your career to do what she did the other day. They're all gut busters when that happens. But uh, I love the way she fought uh, when Narito loomed to her, and she should have been out on her feet on that heavy track. And uh, she was very, very brave. 2.40 to 2.25 this morning. I think it's short enough. And the big Ramwick straight to look at today. And not the, uh, the on-pace Rose Hill 1100. But in saying that, I think I've got her on top. Baroque Road was going to be the best thing since sliced bread when he won his first start. Um, he's obviously had a few issues, but... His trial for the news table was good and he could well be dangerous here, mapping perfectly. The other one is Cadone, Cadone. Uh, at least he chimed in from back in the field and you might need a horse like this in a race like, uh, in a race like this with all this pressure. He is the one that is a big chance of being last man standing. I think $12 is way over the odds, Cadone. And I'll throw in Lavish Empire. Hard to assess... Um, being a four-horse maiden on a on a heavy eight, but you can't deny the seven and a half lengths margin, and it was um, the fastest of the four 1100 meter races on the night as well. Five, four, seven, and eight uh, should be a good spectacle. Yeah, it should be five, four, one, and two for me. No reason to jump off Passagiata like a lot of punters out there. Now she's going to have to execute a little bit better in the middle stage just to harness that natural speed that she's got. But I do think. Once that penny drops, oh, she's going to be hard to beat, isn't she? As she ripped her way through the grade, she's shown that in her two starts to date. So catch me if you can, uh, and they'll be doing well to do that. 
for Baroque Road. I've got him in second as well. Big watch on him here with Tim Clark doing the steering. So he did burst onto the scene and that saw him start $2.60 favourite ahead of Osipenko and Madame Pomery. So maybe he had, a, had an issue there. 33 weeks between runs. I do really like the way that he's trialled and he's had a, a stable change. So yeah, big watch in terms of any market confidence around for him. Boldino, whether he's got the upside of a few here, probably not, but I don't mind the depth of his, his Melbourne form lines. That reference to She Dances last start reads well, he's fit, and he maps to get the run of the race, so that could see him uh, run a cheeky race here. And two-back rower, uh, I think 1,100 metres is probably going to be as short as he wants. We saw that last campaign, but there's good depth to his form lines too. Third to Osipenko, Madam Pomery. A narrow second to Manzois, won his Newcastle Class 1 there the last time we saw him at the races, only by a narrow margin, but he was very short odds, and yeah, he fits in quite well here at odds, so 5-4-1-2. Chantel Buckley in the yard there for Central today. Chantel's eye very much in with these horses, so she'll tell you which of these first uppers look forward, uh, more forward than the rest, and also how Passagiata looks, so Chantel with us uh, for Central all day long. Cardone on top here. For Darren, seven uh, on top of the good odds to beat five Passagiata, four Baroque Road, and ten another Cognac. Seven, five, four, and ten are Darren's numbers and a good race five on the day. Race six is our feature. The Drinkwise Carrington Stakes, 1,400 metres at listed level. They're racing for $160,000. Good field comes together. Number one. Looks like Elvis. He's right there at $4.40. Superiums are scratching. Number two, Nicolini Vito, $4. Number four, Titanium Power is a $3.60 favourite here. Number five, Snippy Fox, blinkers again, winkers off, blinkers again for number five, Snippy Fox at $15. Number six, Vranelli, looking for three wins in a row at $4.60. Seven, Shaquiro, does he bob up today? $17. Eight, Ruby Tuesday, looking for a bit of black type at $19. And number nine, Cuban Royale at $18. So a bit to play out with this market. You get the feeling here, Brad, but Titanium Power, a three sixty five. Favourite, and again, you know where he's going to be. Yep, he'll be in front here from Barrier 2. Vernelli will come across and keep him company. Ruby Tuesday, does she dump, jump? Does she not jump? I don't know. It seems to be a bit hit and miss at the moment. If she does, she can put herself right there. If not, maybe these two can control it. Because outside of that, you've probably got Snippy Fox punching up in behind. There was a change of tactics to be closer last start. And Shakira will, will be hoping, I imagine, to hold some kind of position from that inside gate duff. Uh, yep, I'm, I'm with Titanium Power here. Um, he's a tough nut, isn't he? He's a, he loves to just rip them apart and put them away. Uh, Glenn Schofield, he won this race last year on special rewards, so I suppose he's got a chance of putting two together in the Carrington. And I just, the way I'm trying to read this race, I, I, I'm, I think Titanium, Titanium Power uh, is too tough for Vanelli at 1400 running. And I think he might just put paid to him. I would have had Vanelli top tip without titanium power in the race, put it that way, at 1,400. So four on top. I think uh, Nicolini Vito's the danger. He's a really genuine horse, this fellow. And I think Ben was right. That inside draw was totally against him in the Chester Manifold last start. And he's been a, a horse that's a, a tried-and-true performer throughout his career. Looks like Elvis. No knock at all. It's a winnable feature race for him here. Just his Sydney Ramwick form is me a little concerned. Um, and I'll throw in Vanelli, but I don't like uh, him eyeballing titanium power because I think he'll come off second best. Four, three, one, and six.
Yep, I'm with him as well here, Titanium Power. The big boy drops five kilos from last start. He bounced back from cardiac arrhythmia at the start prior, so a genuine excuse there. He did get complete control, so he's entitled to, to give a kick, uh, but it was a pretty arrogant win. So what you see is what you get. Glenn Schofield sticks, and he's going to be hard to chase down. One looks like Elvis. Uh, you have to go back a long time to find the last time he won in New South Wales, and the fact that his Randwick record doesn't read too crash hot on paper, but some of his runs have been luckless and in much deeper company than this. So, yeah, I do concede that a lot of his better form, at least on paper, is in Melbourne, uh, but he gets a lovely setup here. So if he runs up to his best, he's going to be very hard to hold out late, and the market has responded accordingly. Three, Nicoli Vito. Well, they go hand-in-hand hand through the similar form references. Looks like Elvis and Nicoli Vito. And Ranelli. he's going to roll forward. This is another jump up in grade for him, and he's another horse that you get complete control there last start, but he can only run well. Four, one, three, and six. Text line, they have Elvis movies on all week on Prime. He has to win. There you go. That's just a good enough omen, he's I He's in the building. <laughs> he's, he's well and truly in the building. Um Vranelli on top for Darren. Uh, Vranelli to beat number three, Nicolini Vito. One looks like Elvis and four, Titanium Power. Six, three, one and four, the numbers for Darren in race six at Ramwick today. This is the Sydney Form Talk. Ron Duffercy and Brad Gray, we are off to a short break. On the other side, a look at the Ramwick Quaddy races seven through ten. Mum, there goes a bunny rabbit. Where? At Bingley. Quick, call someone. It's okay, Mum, they're imaginary rabbits. It's Chinese New Year, the year of the rabbit. Very funny, Lionel. Do you have any imaginary idea for it? How about a bonus 10% Bingley gift card on selected products $200 and above? That's a great way to celebrate Chinese New Year. I wish I had something to celebrate. Take an imaginary day off. Thanks, Mum. Don't miss our bonus Bingley gift card this Chinese New Year. Bingley, better living every day. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Ramwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh yeah, looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options, Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the new TAB app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the show. You've just uh, joined us as we dive into races 7 through 10 at Ramwick today. Text line there, and this probably relates to race 7, and the boys will comment on this bear, I'm sure. 
just a banana for breakfast, but will the Queen bring some seafood for dinner? Banana Queen, that is. Thoughts, <laughs> boys. We'll get there. Also, what time can I win some Debortley wine to pair? Well, I think Paul's on there at about 11 o'clock uh, if you want to get involved in the, the Debortley quiz. And uh, obviously a pretty popular segment on this show. Let's get into race number seven. <clears throat> and uh, we have the Phillies and Mares here, benchmark 78, the Fujitsu General over the mile. Number one, third up here is nothing sweet about me, and she's an $11 chance. Scratch number two. Number three, our Medina is at 23. Number four, Tinny Winnie kicks off here. She's an $8 chance. Number five, Banana Queen. She's vying for favoritism. She's a $4.20 chance. Number six, Ella Ta'ama at $11. Uh, we have number seven, Lekvar. And she's the favourite here. Blinkers again. And she's a $4 favourite with the tab at the moment. Number eight, Capistel. Tongue tie first time. She's $14. Number nine, Shannon, $8.50. 10, Electrica. She'll have a fan again, I'm sure, at $15. 11, Sweet Mercy, an $8.50 chance. And number 12, Lisa Louise, $251. Open market here. Brad Lechvart, the favourite for race number seven. How's the speed shape up? Speed's okay. We obviously lost Zuda Moon earlier in the week, which does take a bit of sting out of the race. You've got Shannon rolling forward. Nothing sweet about me coming across our Medina. I thought they might go back, but maybe they do roll forward here. It's the one with the question mark over it. Tinny Winnie, I imagine, does go uh, on the more conservative side here. First up, 1,600 metres for Chris Waller. Banana Queen, match to get the run of the race along with Capistel. Uh, yeah, look, I think I found one here with Capistel. Um, she's a very nice mare when she's right. Uh, was obviously too short for a first up. We got a mile back and made good ground late. The two runs at the Ramwick Mile, I know it was only a midway, but she bolted in that day. And then her other runs in the Carbine Club, where she ran third. Jeez, um, I like it. I, I, I bit up at $23 yesterday, and I think $14 is more like her price. I think if she's in order, I think she'll win. I think she maps much, much better. And, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to like about her here. This is promo material, Ron. Oh, well, I'm due for one. Lekvati <laughs> uh, is the danger. A big go this morning, 480 into four. This just this morning. Um, blinkers are back on. Joe's a master at that. We know that. Uh, a few little excuses. Tight there on the inside at Group 3 level last time. I don't know about that race at Gosford. But she is definitely going a lot better this preparation. Uh, Banana Queen, no real knock. Um, she's returned a more mature mare, winning two in probably easier company than this, and she should eat up a mile. And I'll throw in um, six, Ella Tiama, um, who can improve on last start. The other one I wasn't expecting to run here is the stable mate of the favourite, uh, Electrica. Uh, she has been jinxed this preparation with no luck at all. So there'll be five horses in the quaddy, but the bet up on number eight, Capistel. Eight, seven, five, and six. I'm six, seven, six, five, and eight, Lek Vart. Uh, the punters haven't missed her, so that's certainly encouraging that she's ready to bounce back. It's just a nice setup for her, so it looks tailor-made. You get another dry track, stays at the mile, swaps the tight Gosford track for Randwick and, and finds a benchmark race against her own sex with sufficient speed for her to get a chance. So if she can camp just worse than midfield, peel off at the right time, I think she's got to turn her foot to get back into the winner's stall. Six, Ella Tiama. Uh, if you like, like Var, you have to make a case for Ella Tiama because there wasn't a lot between them at the finish, albeit on opposite sides of the track uh, they finished, but 
starting price was similar, uh, where they finished in the run was similar, and if she can bounce back to the form that we saw uh, from her two starts ago where she was absolutely brilliant at Hawkesbury, yeah, look out late. There probably shouldn't be the discrepancy there is between them now. Five Banana Queen, yeah, she's well-placed here. Barry one, she punches up, she holds a spot, she's well-placed to chase a hat-trick, albeit this is much deeper than what she's been beating up in her first two starts this time back. And I've got eight Capistelli in the mix as well. I like what she did there last start. Does jump 12 to 600 metres, so not the most conventional setup. But that was a good race that she came out of last start, won by Ringmaster, 7, 6, 5 and 8. Okay, looking at Darren's numbers here for the seventh race of the day. Seven um, Lekvart uh, for Darren to beat five Banana Queen, four Tinny Winnie and ten Electrica. Seven, five, four and ten for Darren in the seventh race on the day. Let's move on to race eight at Ramwick this afternoon. The Agency Real Estate Handicap at Benchmark 78. We're going over the 1,400 metres. Open market that sees number one, Kanazawa, uh, as your favourite here at $4. Number two, Kettle Hill is a $4.80 chance. Number three, Almahaha, $41. Might have been $51 when we had a chat with Tash earlier. Almahaha at $41. There she is. Number four, Frumos, $6.50. Five, Shalald is an $8.50 chance. And number six, Tazarel, earmuffs pre-race first time, nose roll off first time, tongue-tie first time, 7.50 about number six, Tazarel. Seven, bend the knee is a $15 chance. Numbers eight and nine are out. 10, Nikki's Fling, 34. 11, Go Tropo, 18. Number 12, West of Africa is in the market here at $8. 13's not there. And 14, Bluff and Bluster is at $18. Kanazawa, Brad, a current $4 favourite for race eight. Yeah, it's a kiss accord coming out. Takes a bit of speed out of the race. Shalailed can come across. There's probably no designated leader as such. Kanazawa won't be far away. And... Tazaral. Now, we've only got one trial to judge him off, but he jumped clean there. Uh, he put himself right on top of the speed. So if he does something similar here on debut, I don't imagine they waste that, and he might find himself in front here by default. Yeah, it's an interesting map, isn't it? Um, even Maybe even El Mahaha can go forward today. But I, it just looks too good, the setup for Cal. I was looking for something to beat him, but uh, the setup looks too good for him now. He just pops there straight through the fence, um, Kanazawa, he's had a nice little freshen up with a tick over trial. That's best for him. He loves the track, never runs bad here. And um, yeah, it's simple. Back to the uh, back to the scene of the crime with the claim. I think uh, Tazaral is very interesting. And I, I, the thing that I was taken with the most as well as his gate speed the other day for one of these horses. And obviously his his, his win was at nineteen hundred meters overseas. But it looks like. You know, the typical, get these Europeans over here, train some speed into their legs. The only negative is with the marketplace hasn't, hasn't, hasn't moved towards him, which I'm surprised about. So I don't know what the push is there at all, but if there's any late push, you'd want to be with him. Kettle Hill, I just think he was... I'm just putting it down to being, him being flat. Um, second up after a year, you know, over a year off there last time because his first up run was a ripper. And he is the one the marketplace is gravitating to, so he bears a lot of respect. And, well, everyone's bailed out of Frumos now. That they've, they've, they've pinched the money and they've just bailed out after Nash <laughs> threw her over the line the other day. That enough is enough, but I wouldn't underestimate her. And Shalal interests me with the scratching. Um, it gives him a much better chance here. I'll go one, six, two, and four.
Look on 6152, I'm going to take a punt here on Tazarol, the import. So obviously it's a leap of faith, but I love what we saw from him. And he's one trial, 1,200 metres, made his own luck, he settled. And dare I suggest that if Kieran McAvoy moved at any point on the straight, he would have put them to the sword. So at the price, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And as Duff referenced that last 5-10 minutes, just hopefully we get a, a little push. One Kenazawa. He's the bomb-proof option. Uh, all he has to do is hold his form to be in the finish again. Uh, we saw that same track and trip last start. Randwick, 1,400 metres, same grade. Freshen up, little tick over trial. We'll get off and do that time and time again. So hard enough to beat, of course. Five, Shalailed. He is advantaged here with the speed or lack of speed now. Uh, he can spear forward. Make his own luck and prove hard enough to beat. And two, Kettle Hill. Bit of a, a map query in terms of getting right back in a race that doesn't promise to be truly run. Uh, but he, he can certainly bounce back from his, his effort there last start. Six, one, five, and two. Just um, as we look at Darren Fundell's numbers here, one, five, six, and four. A couple of other runners here, guys. Bend the knee at $15. Could you entertain, guys? Oh, it was he's one I've been chasing. Yeah, he's one I've been chasing all preparation. Uh, he was better last start. He showed a little glimpse of what I thought he might be capable of. Uh, he's worn me down. That said, he's going to bounce out, and he's another one that maybe takes advantage of a lack of speed and could find himself one out, one back potentially. So, at the price, no knock. Uh, but yeah, he, he's he's tested the patience. And uh, west of Africa's form, Ronnie, where does that fit in here? Yeah, that's the one that's hard to line up with that. Uh, those couple of Brisbane runs uh, behind Susaya there a couple of times and yeah, look I think he comes out a solid enough race um, yep I'm, I'm no knock on him um, and he does mind his own business there from the inside draw with um, no weight as well. Text line there please don't put the kettle in the behind the gates multi well I don't think Darren will be I think Darren thought there wasn't I thought the temp, he thought the tempo might be against I, I thought I thought the punters panel might have put him in theirs Anyway, let's, uh, let's, oh, there's a massive text come through there about the scratchings. Race nine, <laughs> benchmark 88 over the mile. I'll read that when we go to a break. Um, Bullfinch, number one, Bullfinch, $3.80 favourite. Number two, She's the Gift at 23. This race nine we're going to now. Race number, uh, horse number three, Ruby Tuesday. We'll see Ruby earlier. She's out. Number four, Max Schnell, $12. Five, Bold Mac. $5.50. Number six, Knight of Power, $81. Number seven, Star Sparks. She's a pretty firm favourite here now, $2.60. Number eight, Easy Far, 26 Number nine, uh, uh, Blinkers again for Star Sparks as well. Uh, tongue tie again for Knight of Power. Momac, a $15 chance. Number 10, Akahiro at $41. 11, Bazooka. Can he go back to back? He's $11. 12 is out. And 13, Beaufort Park appears here for Sarbasan at $26. But uh, gee whiz, Brad, $2.60 now. Star Sparks here for race nine. Yeah, they haven't missed him, have they? Tell you what, well, yeah, it's a, a fair little haircut. Edward Scissorhands, as Munns would say, uh, has been in the office. But this is a, a race where I think is a, probably promises to be one of the more genuinely run across the Randwick card today. Star Sparks, he will be keen to hold his spot second up 1,600 metres. Momac rolls forward. Then you've got Akihiro and Isifar from the wider draws. And even Mark Schnell, I don't think he's one-dimensional in that he has to lead. But I do think he's better off uh, making his own luck somewhere on top of the speed. So probably four or five horses that could make a pop for the front here, Duff. Uh, yep, I think pretty well the two of them, though, Momac and, and Star Sparks. The first glance of this field, when, the, when it come out, I said, well, there's your winner, uh, Star Sparks. And then you start mapping the race and you go, oh, God. 
Momac and Star sparked in the same race, um, both pretty well control freaks, eyeballing each other, and old mate there, it just looks perfect for Bullfinch uh, today, it, it just looks beautiful for him. He's been racing well without winning, he drops in class with McDonald, and I have to sway back his way. Star Sparks, well the key is the gear change, the blinker's back on, and it's typical Gay Adrian, they take the blinkers off first up, make sure they're not too fresh, they put them back on. All his five wins have been with blinkers, so that tells you the tale. Uh, it's just what he's, what's going to happen with, with him and Momac, um, as far as uh, pressure is concerned there. Um, but he goes in, he, he's obviously very well fancied, 310 to 260, that's just this morning. Five bold Mac. He did get enough there first up. Um, he can improve, but I don't know. He's had three goes at a mile and yet to run a place. And Bazooka was quite dominant the other day. He should have won easier. And he's getting out to attractive odds here. But I have, I have to come back to Bullfinch with the mapping angle here. 1, 7, 5 and 11. Yeah, I've gone all eggs in the one basket here in terms of it's going to be genuinely run and it's going to set up for the closers. I've gone bold Mac just thinking that he gets a, a lovely trail here just in behind the speed. I thought he was good there first up. I know to the eye it reads like he had his chance behind Vernelli, but Vernelli got an absolute picnic, crawled, uh, and he had to zig and zag just to, to get clear at the right time. Wouldn't have made a difference in terms of the result, but he should have finished closer and his closing splits were quite good. So dry track, second up, out to the mile. He gets his chance to go one better. Bullfinch, the stalemate, he's got really good depth to his form line. No knock there. He's treading the right way and he finds the right race. 11, Bazooka. Maybe he, he's the one that the market has missed. Uh, you'd think he can only improve on what he did there last, uh, given he was only second up. So third up, 1,600 metres, mile, generally run race. A nice setup for him to chase back-to-back -back victories. And the other horse that I've thrown into the mix here as a bit of a roughie, now it does take a, a little bit of a leap of faith, is Beaufort Park. Now you look at his two runs at Randwick since Sarbasan took over his training. Behind Jojo was a man, behind Cross Talk, there's some really good depth to it. So you've got to take him on trust, but at the price, having trifecta or a first four, throw him in because I think he might run a cheeky race again. 5, 1, 11 and 13. Okay, race nine, Darren's numbers here for the ninth race on the day of one, Bullfinch, a good thing. It might even be his behind-the-gates multi-horse today. Number one, Bullfinch to beat seven star sparks, 11, Bazooka, and six, Knight of Power at big odds. Heard from Bjorn before. He seems like he might be on a last chance or two. One, seven, 11, and six for Darren in race nine. Tenth and last on the day, the tab market for the tab handicap looks this way. A benchmark 78, 1100 metres, and... And number one is Classy JB, concussion plates front for the first time at $15. Number two, Munitions, earmuffs pre-race only off for the first time, visor off for the first time, $51. Number three, Rocket Tiger, $8. Four, Invincible Kiss is at $23. Number five, American President, Rafter gear changes here. Cheek is off first time. Crossover nose band first time. Earmuffs first time. Tongue tie first time. So uh, Greg throwing everything at him and he's a $13 chance. Six is out. Number seven, Liberty Sun, 19. Eight, Stoical, 34. Scratch numbers nine and 10. 11, Poor Curry Curry, $3.40. Uh, 12 and 13 are out. 14, Diamond Dealer, $8.00. 15, Boom Boom Basil, 26, and 16, Narito is a $2.90 favourite, 18 and 19 are out. So it's, uh, it's Narito in front of poor Curry Curry here, Brad, for the last.
Yeah, scratchings take a sting out of this race, but the speed should be pretty genuine. You've got Diamond Dealer, Barrier 1, Classy JB coming across with the big weight. Boom Boom Basil's got some speed if they want to use it. Rocket Tiger, albeit being first up. And then you've got Liberty Sun and Munitions just camping behind the speed. Uh, yeah, look, um, I'm with Narito here. It's uh, short enough. I thought he was very good first up. He looks a, a horse with upside. The strong leaders, uh, McDonald getting in the sauna to stay starving to the last to ride half over here and um, I think he just about gets the job done the other favourite is hard to hold out if they open up for a late here uh, Pakari Kare stable's going well nice mare she's been carefully handled and has come back well uh, three Rocket Tiger is a huge watch and query after such a long break I think he had a hip injury or something and I reckon I've found one here uh, look, I'm, uh, everyone's sick of him. He's never won in Australia. Munitions. I took 125 to 1 this yesterday. Now, this is a beautiful race for him. You go back to that you know, that form around, well, he ran second in Norwegian Blitz, and he comes out of the fast race behind I and Me after travelling wide. I don't know about last start on the soft seven, but here we are. He finds third defence here in a benchmark 78 with a, with a claim... He'll run really, really well. He's not the bolter of this field, and he goes in the quality. 16-11, I've gone 11, Pakari Kari. Hopefully she can go back-to-back. She's the type of mare that you need uh, the seas to, to part at the right time for her, but I think a few scratchings maybe help her cause. The speed still looks genuine enough. I love the three weeks between runs, and I like her staying at 1,100 metres. So we know she's always had a boom. Uh, you go back to her first-up effort, and I think, if anything, it probably flattered her rivals, the margin there, because it wasn't really a genuinely run race, but her turn of foot uh, meant that it didn't matter. So she's hard to beat, as the market suggests. Five, American President. Uh, he's a horse with talent. Maybe he's better suited onto a wet track, so he, he would have preferred the rains to, or the heavens to open to some extent. But I want to forgive last start. He was up to his old tricks. He wanted to lay out. I like the wide draw here. He, it kind of keeps him on the straight and narrow. Back to the trial since seven weeks between runs. So keep him safe at odds. Same can be said for Liberty Sun in terms of one that'll run well at odds. So he's got a good record at Randwick. He maps beautifully and he can bounce back to his best form in what is a pretty winnable race if he runs up to his best in 16, Narito. No knock other than the price. Uh, well found, but this is a, a very winnable race nonetheless. 11, 5, 7, 16. Last of the day, Darren Flindell has gone with number 16, Narito, to beat 11, Poor Curry Curry. One classy JB, number three, Rocket Tiger. 16, 11, 1 and 3. Before we um, grab your best bets, uh, a text there is that Kerry O'Keefe in the ownership of Gallant Star. Uh, Dave from Woiwoi. I'm fairly sure it is. I thought I heard um, a while back D, uh, a DW Ringland and a, a KO Keefe. I think that's mm. I think that's correct. Great uh, cricketer and uh, hell of a good commentator as well and very, very funny man. Um, so, Gallant Star, good luck to you, Kerry, and uh, the Ringland family there. Great day of racing ahead, guys. Um, bit of value around the place as well. Roddy, can you recap your best and value, please? Yeah, probably got to pay the fine with the unders. I think Look, the two favourites, well, two in the market I like, are Crafty Eagle by default and Titanium Power with his toughness. And I think Capastel's a really good gamble, race seven, uh, uh, number eight as well. Uh, is it race seven? Yeah, race seven, number eight, Capastel as well. Okay, Brad, your thoughts? Yeah, I've gone best, race seven, number seven, Lechvart. It looks tailor-made for her. Best value, race three, number eight. And in the past what, half an hour, she's now into $7.50. So it's taken... Th 
three days and three hours for the market to react, but that confidence is finally there. And I thought Tazarel runs a race here at, at the price. So we've got best value race seven number seven, or best bet race seven number seven and value race three number eight and eight six. Thank you, gents. Ron, the uh, the text line has dried up as far as Munns goes at the moment, but that's okay. Be back soon, I'm sure. That'll be right. <laughs> That'll be right. Thank you, Ron. Speak during the week.